You're listening to Your Day Brighter, the podcast. Real reasons to have hope in this world. I'm your host, Tracy Tiernan, talking with my dear friend today, author, coach, motivational speaker, amazing human being, um, and brother in the Lord. His name is Jimmy Page. How's it going, man? It's going great. What a, what a pleasure to be able to join you today. I am. Let's go. Let's, let's do this. Jimmy, you have had such a tremendous impact um, on my life over the years that we've been friends, and I'm grateful to God for you. Um, you have written, you've authored several books, all of which I love. At some point, we'll probably have to do a podcast on all of them, which I'd love to. But I want to focus uh, this episode of Your Day Brighter on something that I know can really help people navigate the beginning of a new year. Uh, as we uh, sh- closed 2020 and everybody said, hallelujah, and uh, open up a new year, 2021. Jimmy, you wrote, along with your friends, uh, John Gordon and Dan Britton, you wrote this little book that just kind of blew my mind. It's called One Word That Will Change Your Life. Can you tell us mm. about the concept of one word, picking one word for the year, uh, perhaps instead of a New Year's resolution and why this works so well? Well, you know, it is a simple concept. And and what I found in my life, and you know this, we've talked at length about this, is the most powerful things are, generally speaking, the simplest things. Hmm. It doesn't mean it's easy, but the simplicity kind of cuts through all the noise and distractions, and it allows you to focus on the areas of your life that need the most attention, right? So I remember 20, gosh, it's been over 21 years now that, that Dan Britton and I have been doing this, and John Gordon, uh, the three of us obviously wrote the book, One Word That Will Change Your Life, and we've been journeying with this now for over 20 years. I remember back 20 years uh, making those New Year's resolutions. You know, we're all very driven, you know, former athletes. I like to say we're still athletes. Yes. <laughs> That's debatable, <laughs> uh, but, you know, but uh, we would put together our game plan for the year. We'd set our New Year's resolutions. We'd have this huge list of all the things that we wanted to get done, right? It was always about getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. And we realized that um, we didn't have a lot of success. Number one, we forgot about them pretty quickly afterward. Number two, we had a lot of failure, like, you know, stuff uh, 90 days in. We weren't, we had zero focus on the things we were going to get done. And, And we finally decided, hey, let's drive our entire life through the lens of one single word. Mm. Uh, that might be able to bring transformation to every single aspect of our life. So whether it was relationships, our physical health, mm-hmm. our, our, the way we think, our emotions, um, our spiritual health and depth of that, even our financial life, mm. could it be possible to pick one word uh, for the year to drive that one-word theme through all aspects of life and be on the lookout for what God wanted to do in us and through us with that word. Wow. And would that be a better approach to focus on what we, who we wanted to become mm-hmm. rather than what we wanted to get done? Oh, I like that. And that, that. was a big <laughs> shift. Yeah, that was a big shift. Who you want to become rather than what you want to get done. Um, yes. What do you, you know, like the percentage of, of uh, New Year's resolutions, uh, the percentage of people that don't keep them after like, what, two weeks or something like that? Is yeah. It? I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad. Well, it's 90, 50% within the first month, give, abandon the goals. 50, abandon 50%. The, 
<laughs> yeah, within 30 days. And I always say it's 90% in 90 days. <laughs> nine out of 10 people, nine out of 10 people give up on the whole concept of New Year's resolutions within 90 days. That's just stunning to me. And so this idea of picking one word, um, can you tell us about the, the process of how you pick the right word? And I mean, this is a lot to cover here, Jimmy, but I just, you got time. I want you to dig in here because sure. uh, I, I know that this is a, a deeply personal thing and and it's a spiritual thing too that you invite the Lord into um, and I'd love to know, so what are the steps to pick your word and how have you seen God work in your life through the selection of your word? Well, in the earliest days, and we kind of laughed about this, we, we picked a word. You know, we kind of just looked at a number of different words that we thought, oh, let's, you know, what, what word kind of um, resonates with us? And I think in those early days, we would just pick something out of thin air. I remember the first year of doing this, my word was simplify. Hmm. And part of it was born out of this idea that I, my life was so complex, my list, my long list of things I wanted to accomplish was so long and, and complicated that I knew I just needed to say no to some things mm-hmm. and so, so that I could say yes to the things that were really important. So we would just pick it. But then we, we discovered that we really needed a, a very simple process. And it's so easy. And Tracy, you've done it for probably, I don't know, almost 15, 18 years now, yeah. probably. <laughs> And, you know, the first step, so it's three easy steps. Number one is to look in. Mm-hmm. Then number step two is to look up. And step three is to look out. Look in, look up, and look out. Look in, Looking look in out. is that first step. And it's it really is where you kind of unplug from the busyness of life. Because busyness, we've discovered, is kind of, it kind of, uh, it's the enemy of the soul, mm-hmm. right? That that hurry, that constant hurry prevents us from caring about the things that we care about the most. It distracts us from the people and the and the things that we're made to do. Mm-hmm. So step one is to look in, unplug, and just ask one simple in the book the process is laid out. There's a handful of questions there. But I always say, hey, if there was one word one single word that I could focus on this year that would help me become the person that I'm made to be, that would help me grow in ways that I didn't anticipate so that I could reflect God in a new way and, uh, and become everything I'm made to be. What would that one word be? Mm-hmm. And what are the things that are in the way? What are the obstacles that I'm facing? And then we would start journaling about those words. All right, what are some potential words? And that process kind of quiets your spirit and lets you, um, you know, take a real introspective look, right? Yeah, I love that. It's That's so helpful. And I'm not trying to be... Um... I don't want to be legalistic about this, but this that part of the process, the look inward, right? Not something that you're going to necessarily check off in an hour. You might take some time with that, right, Jimmy? Like, it's a process. No question. And it's the most important part of the process because until you get quiet, you really can't hear uh, from God as clearly, right? Yeah. God doesn't normally show up in the hurry. He certainly can and he does oftentimes. He gets our attention in that in that mess. But I have found that I hear from God most clearly and most easily when I'm quiet, when I slow down, when I unplug. So yeah, you really want to take care of that. You know, and it could be as simple as one morning, an hour or two quiet time where you're really dialed in. 
But you need to unplug. You need to put the phone and all the reminders that you have uh, out of sight and out of mind in order to achieve that silence and that uh, the solitude that you need to really hear from God. Mm, that's so good. So look in, step one. Next is look up. Look up is really the, the step that um, I think is most revealing. It's this idea of, um, of really seeking God and seeking his plans for your life. Mm-hmm. I remember the in the earliest days, it was more about us. You know, what word am I going to pick? Sure. And Dan kind of coined the phrase, hey, you don't want a good word. You want a God word. <laughs> um, and, and, and I was like, man, that's so good. Yeah. You know? And it resonated with me that if I was, if the creator, if my creator, the one that made me, knows me better than anyone else, he knows exactly what I need. Uh, he is writing his story out in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, if I can plug into that, if I can uh, slow down enough to plug in and ask him uh, if there's one word that, that you would have for me that would bring not only the greatest life change inside me, but would help me to make the greatest difference in the lives of others, um, what would that be? If, if he's writing my story, and we really believe these one-word chapters are really chapters of that story, you know, I've got 21 chapters Wow. Um, dating all the way back to 1999. I've wow. got to simplify. Yeah. And so each one forms a chapter of uh, moments and memories of life change, of experiences that I will never forget. And, and you know, the name of the game is really to be changed, yes. right? The, the name of the game is really to be different, to add to your DNA, if you will. So if your word this year is patience, at the end of the year, you're hoping that you've had a full journey with patience, that somehow it has changed you into a more patient person. Mm. Um, your word might be brave, for example. Maybe, maybe you need that courage to make decisions in the, in the face of fear and anxiety that you know God is asking you to make. And, and what we're hoping is that it changes you in some substantial way. So how important is it that you really prayerfully consider the word that God might have as he writes his story in your life? Mm. This is so powerful. Uh, look in, look up, and the last one is look out. Yes. Well, look out is where, you know, you really become a difference maker, right? It, you know, for me, it's all about, you know, it's one thing for you to be changed. It's one thing for you to experience life change and to be a different person. But really, the value of life change in me really takes on a new life of its own when I impact others, when, when I allow God to use the transformation in me to have a positive impact on those around me. Mm. That's when this thing gets exciting, right? Because now you, you're making a difference. You feel a sense of, of meaning and mission, you know, that my life matters, even in the smallest way. You know, oh. so many people are, are caught up on not having the big P purpose. Like, what's my purpose in life? You know, right, right. I'll tell you your purpose. Make a difference with the people around you. Wow. You know, uh, be attractional. You know, show people the love of Christ around you. Make a difference there. So uh, it's all about keeping your word front and center. Uh, sharing it with your inner circle of friends so that, you know, they can kind of fan the flame of the life change that God wants to bring. And it really is then about making a difference for others. Beautiful. Look in, look up, look out. And Jimmy, you said you have 
21 chapters, <laughs> really, from from the 21 yeah. years that you've been doing this faithfully. You started with Simplify. Can, can you share some of your words over the years? Oh, sure. I mean, some of the most notable ones, uh, I remember when Ibelise was diagnosed with cancer in 2008, mm. and I remember, uh, <clears throat> you know, there was she got a lot of bad diagnosis. You know, she got, <laughs> we got a lot of bad news over, over many months. Wow. And, you know, uh, during that time, I remember Ivelisse was really battling with fear, anxiety. Her family had a history of, of colon cancer, and it was really devastating her family historically. So there was a lot of worry and anxiety. And I remember when she was selecting her word for that year, um, she knew that she needed to have the faith to overcome all of that fear. So the word that she picked for 2009 was believe. Mm. And believe, of course, has so much wrapped in it, right? Yes. Um, you believe that nothing is impossible for those who believe. You believe that nothing is impossible for God. You believe in the goodness of God, even in the darkest days, right? Yes. So that word for her became transformational. And that, that year, 2009, for me, my word was love. And God... Uh, during the course of that year, he revealed to me that, wow, you know, the pace of life and the distraction of normal life, it wasn't bad distraction, it was just distraction, it was just pace and hurry and all that stuff, had really distracted me from the some of the relationships that mattered most to me, including my marriage. And, um, you know, it's funny, I, I remember thinking to myself, when's the last time that you and I had eye contact, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I'm like, we look at each other like the pace of our life, the handoff of kids from one activity to the next sure. be, had, had really become overwhelming. So my word for the year was love, and, it, and God really refined uh, the way I looked at how to love, how to serve, what that commitment looks like, um, how, to, how to really care about moments, you know, the smaller moments of life that really end up mattering most. Mm. The, the process and the idea, it seems simple, but it's actually quite profound and deep how um, this one word can help bring you some um, guidance and, mm. and and confidence in your life. Can you talk about, like, what is the process like? Like, you've, you've picked your word. You've done the process. Mm. You've chosen your God word, not your good word, but your God <laughs> word for the year. You've decided what it is. Um, how then do you go about keeping that word I want to say like front and center and actually look mm-hmm. for the ways that God may be instructing you and guiding you uh, under that theme or that banner of that word. Yeah, that's massive, right? It's so important because out of sight, out of mind. So you have to keep it front and center. Right. One of the things that, that we do immediately, of course, is we tell our inner circle, those that are closest to us, usually that's our family and friends, you know, a bunch of friends and we tell them what our words are and what why it's important to us. But it's become a tradition that every New Year's Eve, uh, we get to we used to get together with the Britons. Now we're kind of in, in different states across the country. But yeah. um, we would get together and paint our words. Sounds kind of crazy. We would get little uh, little uh, square canvases from Michaels or from a craft store, and we would paint uh, a picture of our word, either just the word or some kind of cool picture. Some of us are more talented than others. <laughs> I always look at mine and I go, am I finger painting? I mean, that, that's not great. Uh, is, is uh, they're always amazing. I'm sure. And uh, Yeah, yeah, you can imagine. But yes. um, 
And then we would put them up in the kitchen. So we would put these canvases up on the wall in the kitchen, and they became a constant reminder and a conversation piece over the course of the year. We would, um, every week we'd check in, hey, what's God doing with your word in your life? Are you making progress? What kind of change is happening? What, what's he revealing? And you make it part of your regular conversation. I would put it on my screensaver. Um, I journal about it. So during the course of the year, if you're a, a, someone who journals, it gives you an opportunity to write down observations, uh, you know, what things in my life are changing because of this word. Yeah. And uh, it becomes powerful over, over the course of, of the year. That is, I love, I've seen some of the uh, tiles that you guys have created. And yeah. I mean, and they're really beautiful. And, and your whole family shares this. So you can inquire and ask one another to try to help yeah. one another be accountable and also to be on the lookout for each other right? Like, Hey, have you noticed your word is, uh, denial, (laughs) you know? Yes. What are you doing? Going back to the Oreos, Jimmy, your word is denial. (laughs) Oh boy. Listen, (laughs) you're starting to get personal now. Great. (laughs) So we're going to get right back to my conversation with Jimmy Page, author of one word that will change your life in just a moment. Does it have you thinking? about maybe instead of a New Year's goal, you heard uh, Jimmy talk about some of those statistics, right? That nine out of 10 people will just abandon a New Year's goal. But the word could actually be a different way of creating an intention and a focus for this new year, for 2021. I love this book. I've given it to so many of my friends. I've given it to all of my kids. My husband and I each pick a word. And uh, (laughs) yeah, last year, 2020, my word was connect. Isn't that funny? I'll tell you more about that uh, coming up in just a little bit. But this idea of picking one word for the year has been working very well for me. For gosh, I've been doing it now for, I know, more than 10 years. So uh, maybe this will be your year to give it a shot. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and we'd love it if you'd subscribe. We'd love it if you'd share it with your friends and we'd love it if you'd leave a review because that helps other people to find it. So if you think this would be helpful for someone that you know, be sure to uh, spread it around. Okay. And now let's get right back to my conversation with my dear friend, Jimmy Page, author of many books, but the one we're talking about today is one word that will change your life. So, Jimmy, uh, picking one word for the year as our theme, as our focus, there is a certain degree of accountability that goes along with this, especially if you share it with other people. And if you have it in front of you, you've really got to be intentional about looking for the ways that God is using the word in your life, right? You do have to be super intentional. You know, I will typically uh, tie a scripture verse to the word. Uh, I know Evelise has been really, really successful with that you know, where you tie it to that. Um, It's amazing. The law of attraction, Mm. you know, where you start to see more of what you focus on. So it's like if you buy the, you know, if you buy a white Jeep, uh, then all of a sudden every every car around you, you notice the Jeeps around you. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, okay, why is that? Well, because I just bought this car. Uh, The same is true for your word. And I'll tell you a quick story. So the the last three years, my words have been warrior uh, in 2018, Mm-hmm. unstoppable in 2019 and Jesus in 2020. So those are my last three words. And I, I'll remember, I remember, wow. um, tying to warrior. So my verse and passage 
around warrior was number one, Exodus 15, three, the Lord is a warrior. So number one is I know that there are qualities about God where he is a warrior. Okay. What does that mean? And then I, I've really done a lot of research on that. And then I looked at the life of David who had his mighty men. And I remember reading that passage about, you know, where it lists all the names of the, the mighty men, the warriors of God. And in the end, the last verse of that said, there were 37 in all. So I decided to cue off the number 37. I'm like, man, that's a, I love that number. It's the warrior's number. I'm getting all excited. <laughs> and so I put it in my painting for warrior, and I used the verse, and, and it became, and I got to tell you, Tracy, you know this. I have seen the number 37 everywhere all the time. <laughs> it, it now, it, it now, like, I would put gas in the car, and it would click off, and it would be like $37. I'm Are like, you serious? What? Yeah, yeah. And you, you'd have to talk to my kids, and even least they would they'd be like, oh, yeah, it's so ridiculous. You know, like, I think they're sick of it now, right? But <laughs> I think I, that's I, awesome. But, yeah, it was so good. And then I, I turned it into, uh, I put the number 37 on my on my Jeep. I actually created some some logos for that. I created a company called Unstoppable Warriors 37. So really? Now, you know, yep, yep. So that, that motivational slash writing speaking company is now Unstoppable Warriors 37. And ah. um, I've got I've got a shirt on with a 30 with Unstoppable Warriors 37 on it right now. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So I've created, so that's my, been my last two years journeying with Warrior and Unstoppable. And now you come into 2020 and you realize that, oh, no, you're quite stoppable. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there are some external forces that, that make life a little <laughs> a little unique. And, and then, of course, my word is Jesus, which the essence of that is surrender, yes. uh, receive Jesus, let, let the power of Christ dwell in you. Let, let that same power that raised Jesus from the dead live fully in you. And if that happens, you truly are unstoppable. Wow. I mean, you, there's nothing that can prevent the purposes of God from being fulfilled in your life. Amen. Amen. And I just love that picture. So anyway, there, there you go. That's a little bit of my journey over the last two, three years. I just love that so much, Jimmy. Um, so... <laughs> One of the words over the years that has meant the most to me when I started taking this uh, one word um, seriously was back in 2012, and it was the word that I picked for that year, and it was new. Do you remember this? I, I do remember because I think you did something new every day. I did. I did. Yeah. Which sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, I felt like awesome. I, it was awesome. I felt like I was in a rut spiritually, yeah. emotionally, physically, just like in a rut and I needed to change it up. And so I, my verse was, uh, it's my life verse, second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. And the, the, there's so much in that verse, the Greek word for the word new is this word kainos. And it's this, um, this newness from God that never gets old. Because God's new never gets old. It's not like you made a decision to trust Christ, blah, 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 yada, yada. No, it's like it's always new. He's always doing something new on the inside of you. And and by his Holy Spirit moving and working in your life, he's transforming you. And so there's always access to newness when you're connected to yeah. Jesus, you know? Um, and then the end of that verse, um, if anyone is in Christ, the old is gone, the new has come 
has come is this this Greek word ginomai, and it's it literally means like born again, like bubbling mm-hmm. up, bubbling up freshness from God. And so mm-hmm. what a picture of I'm not stuck in a rut. I feel stuck, but I'm not. And so I knew I needed to just not like think about newness, but I needed to do something different. And so I challenged myself that year because of my word um, to do mm-hmm. something new for every single day of the year. So 365 days of new is what I called it. And I, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I documented it on Facebook. I invited our um, listeners at the radio station to give me suggestions and people invited mm-hmm. me to do things. Um, I shadowed wow. a friend of mine who's a kindergarten teacher in her classroom. Um, that was new. Uh, I worked at a Chick-fil-A drive through That was, I never did that before. Nice. <laughs> did you speed it up or did you slow it down? I mean, be honest. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was my pleasure, okay? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I jumped out of a plane. I went ah. skydiving. I've always Great. dreamed of doing it, but I did it in 2012. And this word... Mm became um, really just a represent a representation of the newness of God in my life. And that just when mm-hmm. you think it's all said and done and nothing new could come out of you, and even you are bored with you, um, mm-hmm. the God who created you is not. And he says, keep your eyes on me. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So awesome. it was life-changing for me. Um, I, I've been just so grateful for this little book that you wrote, Jimmy. I know, I know that it's impacted thousands of people all around the world. And before we talk about some of the ways that um, God has been using this in different ways, even corporately and um, schools all over the place, um, I do have to share with you that my word for 2020, are you ready for this? <laughs> what was it? Uh, connect. Great timing. Was God laughing when I picked? <laughs> Impeccable timing. <laughs> when I picked- yeah, like... You can't make that up. You can't make that up. But here's the oh thing. As as much as it feels funny to tell you that now, I mean, can we not look back and say that the word that, um, that God word that we picked, that God has used that um, in 2020, we've got to be even more intentional to connect. We've got to yeah. be even more about pursuing relationships with people and going after the people that we love. Because if we don't, I mean, 2020 will keep you all by yourself um, if you let it. Don't yeah. let it. Don't let it. So it's it's really been helpful for me to remember God was preparing me for this year. Mm. So he was preparing mm. me. Like, Tracy, I want you to connect. You're going to step out of your comfort yeah. zone, and you're going to have to reach out and stay connected. And it's going to be hard, but I'm preparing you for what's coming. So, well, Jimmy, it's been a hard year, right? I, I mean, it's been, yes. a, it's been a challenging year for so many reasons, and one of the things to piggyback on the importance of, of that word for you and, and that word for anyone, what we've discovered is people are, have been so discouraged. Yes. You know, they've been so discouraged. And when you, when you eliminate human connection, so to speak, personal connection, uh, and, you, and you feel isolated, you know, people really get down and demoralized and yes. they feel defeated. And what we've discovered is this one word gives people a new focus. Mm. You know, when you're focusing on forward, you're not focusing on, you're, you're focusing on the things that you can do, yes. not what you can't do. And you might have to get really creative to fulfill that word. Um, but you're focusing on what's working, not what's not working. Mm. Uh, you're focusing, as I said, on what you can do rather than what you can't do. And it, what I've seen it, it do is it lifts people's heads up off of the 
mm-hmm. here and now, the frustration frustration that they may be experiencing in their current circumstances, and it lifts your eyes up to really focus on the future and focus on the direction that you're going and really dial into your purpose. Oh, that's so good. We need that. We need that. Um, Jimmy, how have you seen this concept, your book, being used like all around the world? What what different ways is uh, one word showing up out there? Well, I think some of the most important, most fun things that we've done is with uh, teams all around the country and all around the world. Uh, sports teams, it's a natural fit for that because it gives, it gives athletes the ability to focus on their unique contribution to their team, on becoming the, the best teammate and player they can become. Um, mm. We've launched this in corporate America and, and in corporations all around the world, especially with leadership teams. Yeah. So we've seen people really dial in to their unique contribution that they can make. And then we've seen, especially in, in leadership teams and businesses and schools and nonprofits, sorry about that, um, we've seen them create a, a team word or a word for the organization or a word for their department. We asked them, hey, what's, what's one word that if we focused on it together as a team would give us the greatest potential to become everything we're made to be as a team mm. to accomplish our goals to look toward that future to, to accomplish our mission and we've seen organizationally we've seen organizations move towards that best outcome wow that's powerful that's powerful influencing culture um shaping an organization um changing your focus um this is such good stuff this is Highly recommend this if you've never tried this and 2020 um, has just <laughs> kind of sucked um, a little something out of you. I mean, there's been a lot of loss in the year 2020. Mm-hmm. So looking forward, looking ahead, what if you take some time and maybe uh, invite God into this beautiful process? Um, one mm-hmm. word that will change your life. This little book has changed a lot of lives, and I'm really grateful to you, um, Jimmy, for for writing it and for even just helping beyond the, the written book that you've made. You've you've been so passionate and so generous to share with people how to implement this. Um, mm-hmm. But but once you, I mean I know people that do. My friend my friend Todd that works uh, here at the radio station. He and his family do the tiles like your family does every year. And uh, profound, profound how it's impacted their family. It's really touched my life. Now, do you know what your word is for the new year, for 2021? Uh, I'm in process. And, you know, traditionally, uh, it's uh, it's generally come to me late in the game, usually like, you know, with yeah. a day or two to spare. Yeah. Um, l- last year, 2020, Jesus was obvious to me actually in October of 2019. I, I knew I wasn't that excited about it, to be honest. I'm like, oh, gosh, it's going to be, I just don't know what that year is going to be like. And, you know, it sounds super spiritual. Are people going to judge me because I picked the super spiritual word, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, so anyway, but it has been, it has been, a, a, of course, a life-changing year. So I probably won't know until the very last minute again this year, but I'm excited to discover it. I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. So the book is One Word That Will Change Your Life. My friend Jimmy Page wrote this book um, with his his great friends, uh, Dan Britton and John Gordon. And um, people can get the book. You can get it. It's all over the place. Can't miss it. One word that will change your life. Jimmy, how can people reach out to you? You've got this new organization now, Unstoppable Warriors 37. How can people reach out to you? 
the easiest way is just to go to my website, which is uh, is um, jimmypage.us. Okay. And there's all kinds of information there, and it's really easy to connect with me there. And, um, you know, I'd give you all, all my contact information, but that might be risky. I only use one phone, and it's my cell phone. So <laughs> <laughs> I have to know you before I give you my cell phone. Okay. okay? It's that easy. <laughs> so us. Um, and I, I hope that we can check in with you again uh, just to find out how your word came about, how God revealed it to you, and how God's using it. So um, 2021, um, will you talk to me some more, Jimmy? <laughs> oh, 100%. And we'll, and we'll do a little booster. Okay. You know, when people start to get discouraged, we'll give them a little booster. That's awesome. And then re-energize them for the, for the, the upcoming days. I'm ready. I'm ready. I love you, my friend. God bless you. Thank you so much. You bet. Hey, thanks for having me again. Your Day Brighter is produced by Brighter Media Group, Tracy Tiernan, and John Lawhon. Editing by Julie Gilligan. Make sure you're subscribed. Leave a review and tell us what you think of the podcast. And make sure you share it with someone who needs encouragement today. Thanks so much for listening. And tell somebody your story today. Or better yet, ask to hear their story.